course of discussing movies, the host will spoil plots. You've been warned. Listen to their screams. Greetings, ghouls and creeps, and welcome to Listen to Their Screams, a horror podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dave. I'm joined, as always, by Ike. Ike, how the hell are you? You know, I'm not not too shabby today. I actually got a decent night's sleep last night. Um, you know, I ate, ate, ate Arby's for lunch, so I'm having a pretty good day. That's pretty, I like Arby's. Arby's is good. Can't, Arby's, the, Arby's gets unnecessary. Right? Yeah, they, they get they unnecessary get all the hate. hate. Yeah. <laughs> I like the gyros. They're not the best gyros, but they're 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 all right. It's right. for when, fast when, food. <laughs> yeah, when you want it, when you don't, you know, when you want one quick, yeah, it's it's a good option. Plus, now they have crinkle cut fries, which is I like that too. So true, true. I do like crinkle cut fries, but yes, I did get the I did get a roast beef, roast beef and fries. <laughs> uh-huh. The horsey sauce. Oh, yes. We, we we actually have a bottle of the horsey sauce. That, you know, you can buy in stores now. So. Fan of the horsey sauce. Of course, Monica can eat horseradish just like it's, you know, water. So we're good with that. So burns my nose. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Monica and uh, your wife, Kayla, special thanks to them for supporting us. We'll get that out right off the bat. Uh, so, Ike, what uh, what'd you watch this week? Anything good or, what, or what'd you do? Yeah, absolutely. Outside of eating Arby's, uh, had a good week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I did this time I remembered to make a list because I, I always forget yeah. so um i watched two movies um i will preface by saying that i'm i'm completing my second playthrough of resident Evil 4 so on a gaming perspective i'm still working on that from a movie perspective i saw pray for the devil um they just put it on stars not too long ago mm. uh but it was uh it was on it was in theaters i think last year but it was pretty good. It's uh, an exorcism type movie. Um, it, it's not horrible. Uh, I wouldn't say it was better than Pope's Exorcist by any means, but it was pretty good. Um, the other movie I watched was Bed Rest on Tubi. Um, that one was pretty good. I actually saw a TikTok. Somebody was like, you know, this is a, one of the most underrated horror movies of 2022. And it was just all right. Um, it does have the uh, the wonderful actress who plays Sam from the Scream movies, Sam Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Um, so she's in that, um, and it, it's just all right, honestly. It it I think it's a little overhyped based on TikTok, but it was pretty good. You know, I I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again, but if you like haunting type movies, it, it's not too bad. Interesting. Well, um, I I didn't watch anything. Not at least not anything horror related. <laughs> um, I've I've had a busy week so far, and and my viewing has been cut down. But uh, I've watched some sporadic. I've, I've watched. On a completely unrelated note, I've watched the first three episodes of, of Muppets Mayhem that came out on Disney Plus today because I'm a big Muppets fan. And, uh, you know, any show about the electric mayhem is good stuff. So I uh, watched that today. I, I did watch our uh, the uh, movie we're reviewing today. We're reviewing today. We're Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, because on May 13th, 1988, the movie was released. So this is uh, we're a couple days out from the release of this podcast of the 35th anniversary. So I did watch that. actually watched it twice, uh, believe it or not. Hard to believe to me now that Friday the 13th Part 7 is the Friday the 13th that I have watched the most so far this year. <laughs> Words I never thought I would say, but um, and other than that, I don't. I just watched some sporadic stuff, but nothing horror related. I've just been it's been a crazy week, so I've just watched yeah. little bits here and there, but nothing, at least nothing that I I can recall right off the top of my head that jumps at me. And I I typically make a list when I watch something horror related, and there's nothing on my list, so. Yeah, I, I'm the like, same way. I, I don't know what it was about this week because, I mean, I guess, it, it, we, you know, we, we have fluxes, you know. Some weeks we watch a lot, some weeks we don't. Um, like you said, I've been watching a lot of unhorror stuff. Like, uh, we, um, we're we rewatching a lot of the Guardians, the Galaxy movies, mm, yeah. stuff like that, because we want to go see the third one. Yeah. Um, but, like, outside of that, like like you said, it's just been busy. So the, the viewing has been less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. That's like, that's what, you know, things, you know, spurn, you know, like an, an anniversary of a movie or something. And I'll go down rabbit holes of watching right. kind of related stuff. And there's just nothing really, nothing really jumped this week. And I mean, there was just other stuff I was, I was watching that was just not horror related. So it is what it is. Uh, but, uh, but you know, I'm still feeling spooky no matter what it's always there. I was, Always dabble. I did watch a couple episodes of American Horror Story this week. So that, there, uh, there is that, I guess. 
So uh, <laughs> a little bit, and uh, you know, whatever. But but uh, but before we get to the news and the reviews and all that good stuff, let's play our game for the week. And this week we're uh, we're we're jumping back to one of the newer ones. Uh, this week we're going to do two truths and an AI. All right, so we're going to play two truths in an AI, and basically to to recap what this is, uh, we have three movie descriptions here that uh, were put together by my wife Monica, and two of them are actual movie descriptions, and one of them was generated by an AI. They should all have kind of similar themes. They should be similar, you know, kind of related in their descriptions. She has uh, cleansed them of any names or anything else. She learned from our first one. We got our first one pretty easily because it had some, because we didn't know the movies, but you were able to kind of read, uh, you know, by the format. So she's tried to make them a little more universal. So we'll see, uh, we'll see, uh, see if it's, it's successful. So this is the first time I have read these descriptions. The first time you have heard them. I have the uh, answers to if they are actual movies or not in a folded up stapled sheet here. So I have not seen those. This is, like I said last time, this is totally Johnny Carson-like. I'm going to hold the envelope <laughs> to my head, and we're going to see what we can do. Since I'm reading, Ike, you're the one that's got to guess. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, she made this uh, font a little small. She needs. She does know <laughs> that I can have bad vision. So <laughs> yeah, here we go. The first movie description is, a bus is hit by a devastating lightning storm. The passengers have no idea what is ahead. That's very short and to the point. Number two, their mother warned them about curses, but they never prepared for the ancient demon who would come to feed on their fear this Friday the 13th. And number three, five friends head out to spend Friday the 13th to camp on an old deserted farm. They never dreamed the nightmare that was ahead of them. So she has completely fed off the Friday the 13th theme here. Um, so what do you think? I get anything jumping at you there. Do you need them reread? Any of them reread or? Uh, let's let's think here. So that first one, it, it does stick out to me as being somewhat unique uh, because of the lightning storm. So I think that that is a as a legitimate movie. The other two, um, they are pretty similar. Um, I I think one of them is probably the AI. So well, let's say up front, none of the three, at least for me. None of the three jump out of the movie. I'm like, oh, I know what that is. None of the descriptions. I, I can't name if it's an actual. The, the two that are actual movies, none of them are jumping where I know what they are. Are, are any of them for you immediately jumping out? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of it, but that first one seems familiar. That first one seems like a movie that I've either seen or like that I know of. So a bus is hit by a devastating light storm. The passengers have no idea what is that. Maybe that's speed two cruise control. I don't know. I've never. <laughs> Uh, I like the first sc- uh, speed. Never seen the second one, so I don't know what that's. <laughs> so no, I, 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 I feel pretty confident that's like a legitimate movie. Now the other okay. two, I'm not so sure about. So could you reread me the other two? Okay. Number two, their mother warned them about curses, but they never prepared for the ancient demon who would come to feed on their fear this Friday the 13th. And the third one is. Five friends head out to spend Friday the 13th to camp on an old deserted farm. They never dreamed the nightmare that was ahead for them. So that second one kind of sounds like Pumpkinhead. Um, okay. So I'm I'm going to say that the third one is not real because the third one, this is the way it's worded. You know, don't get me wrong, AI is great, but like AI does sometimes word things a little weird. In the camp on an old farm, it just kind of seems a little too E-I-E-I-O. So let's uh, – <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I'm going to say All the right. third one. <laughs> so, so you're saying the third one is the AI. Okay. Yeah. Number one, again, a bus is hit by a devastating light storm. The passengers have no idea what is ahead. That is a movie from 1933 called Friday the 13th, starring Jesse Matthews and Sonia Sonny Hale. It's available on the classic film app Time. Classic Film Time app. Excuse me. The, I guess the app is called Classic Film Time. So number one is a movie from yeah. 1933. Number two, their mother warned them about curses, but they never prepared for the ancient demon who would come to feed on their fear this Friday the 13th. That is from Fear to Eternity. Eternity. That is an episode of Charmed. 
Season one, episode 13, starring Alyssa Milano, Shannon Doherty, and Holly Marine Combs. It's available on Peacock and Pluto. Number three, five friends head out, spend Friday the 13th to camp on an old deserted farm. They never dreamed the nightmare that was ahead of them. That is AI generated with parameters of Friday the 13th, five friends, and farm as the keywords. So, Ike, you nailed it again. You yeah. are two for two in the two truths in an AI. Uh, but you were incorrect. That is not a uh, not a movie, not a pumpkin head. Not, not yeah. pumpkin. Head. Uh, I, but I this is an episode of Charm. I've never watched Charm, but well, I've, <laughs> no, I've watched I, it a little. I've never seen Charm. Yeah, I, I don't know why it sounded pumpkin headish. Um, I need to rewatch Pumpkin. It's on. I think yeah. it's on AMC Plus. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about that the other day. I thought, oh, you know, I haven't watched any of those in forever, and somehow I got sidetracked again. I don't know. You know, <laughs> new Muppet shows or whatever coming out, but. <laughs> All right, so there we have it, our second installment of Two Truths and an AI, and Ike is two and O oh so far. So Boom. we're going to have to see if, if Monica, the tag team of Monica and the AI, uh, the next time we come around can, can stump you that time. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But for now, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have news, birthdays, and movie anniversaries. Make sure you subscribe to listen to their screams on your favorite podcast platform. Also, make sure you look us up on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, TikTok, and Slasher. All you have to do is look up Listen to Screams. That is Listen, the number two in Screams, and you can find us there. Also, make sure you go and buy yourself a Listen to Their Screams t-shirt. You can find all of our shirts at tinyurl.com screams shirts. And here we go with some news. Tell me the news. All right. We have, starting up from the top, uh, Dave actually told me this before we filmed, and this has actually yeah. got me a little excited, but Nika announced a new Toonie Terror set featuring Jigsaw and Billy from Saw. This figures the Jigsaw Killer and Mask, as well as Billy the Puppet and Tricycle, and it is estimated to ship in September 2023. Now, I love Saul. Um, I'm really excited for later this year when we get Saul 10 and we get to do the Saul retrospective, hopefully. Yep. So I'm I, I think, you know, I'm not super duper into the figures and stuff, but I think, uh, you know, this might crack that shell a little bit. I I'm pretty excited for these. What about you, Dave? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I love the two terrors. I, I, I have several of them. I, I don't even know how many I have. Five, <laughs> six, seven. I, I have a bunch. I have quite a few. And I, I love them. I'm always buying new ones. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really like it when they really. You know, when they really do a movie that I really like and, and this, you know, Saul sense good and, and from the picture, it man, it looks great. And uh, it, it 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 really lends itself well to the Toonie Tears. So looks awesome, I, especially that Billy the Puppet on the tricycle. Uh, that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. I love Billy the Puppet. Super creepy, but also super awesome. Mm. But so keep an eye out for that. If you want it, buy it. Estimated to ship in September 2023. On to our next little bit of information, which is also pretty exciting news. I think we actually yeah. talked about this before, but yeah. Beetlejuice 2 is officially happening. Warner Brothers has announced it, and it is releasing to theaters on September 6, 2024. It will star Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, and Jenna Ortega. I think yes. we talked about this briefly. Uh, obviously, yes. Michael Keaton will reprise his role as Beetlejuice himself. And Winona Ryder will reprise her character. And I think Dave actually said in our previous episode that he thinks that Jenna Ortega will most well, likely and, be and a that child. Is, yeah, and that is official. They have announced that she is uh, the, the Winona Ryder character's daughter in this. There so you go. They, they have announced that as part of it. Um, I'm so excited. I love Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is so good. Uh, it is such a great movie. I know it's, it's, I mean, it's horror peripheral. It's not like scary, scary. It's not gory. But, it, you know, as a kid, it was scary. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's got a lot of comedy. But, you know, first of all, Michael Keaton's in it. Sign me up. I'm good. I, I love <laughs> Michael Keaton. But I love Winona Ryder as well. And, and, and Jenna Ortega being it, I mean, that's just great. She's perfect to play that Winona Ryder character's daughter. Um, I, I'm super excited. I, I have faith that the script will be will, will be good. Um, man, I'm, I'm excited. And, and, and coming out in September of the year, you know, as we're right as we're getting into, you know, spooky time and in October and, Right before Halloween, oh, that's perfect. Put it in there. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I do too love Beetlejuice. I, I think it definitely belongs in the horror category, even if it is a little comedic. You know, yeah. we we love other horror comedies. You know, uh, Army of Darkness, Shaun of the Dead. So yeah, I mean, we've discussed <laughs> you know all the different genres of horror. It's, I mean, it's a horror comedy, but it's still it's still horror. I mean, it's still spooky. 
It's still scary. I mean, it's and it's you know, fucking Beetlejuice is a ghost. So come on. <laughs> That's right. Beetlejuice is a ghost. All right. But yes, I'm super excited. Keep an eye for this next year in September 2024. I'm sure awesome. we'll be reviewing it. Uh, I'm positive that we will. Be. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then um, surprisingly didn't know that they still did these, but MTV held their movie and TV awards on May the 7th. And uh, Scream 6 took home best movie and best fight for Gail Weathers versus Ghostface. Yep. Um, that's interesting. I, I think that is a pretty interesting fight. Um and, you know, it, it was a good movie. I don't know if it was if it would win an award, in my opinion, but it, it yeah. is good nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I, the fight scene, the fight. Yeah. OK, well, I can see that I, uh, to me. That was it was it was a good scene. It was probably one of the highlights of the movie for me. Um, so but uh, yeah. And I also saw today, speaking of MTV, did you see just today they've talked? I guess their MTV is officially ending on their programming, the MTV news, little news clips where they break into new stuff. They're not going to do those anymore. So. That man, that was such a part of my childhood when like Kurt Loder and all those guys would break in with breaking, you know, news. They're not going to do that anymore. So it's like the evolution of MTV just gets further and further away from its roots. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very true. That is very true. What is the old song when MTV used to be? Uh, there was that old song, 1985 or whatever oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. They had the whole part about MTV. Yeah. Oh, Lord. But uh, all right. Well, if you guys are curious, go check it out. I'm sure there is clips on YouTube's of their award. Oh, yeah, um, sure. But uh, speaking of awards, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards is going to debut on Sunday, May 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time exclusively on Shudder. Now, this I might watch. Uh, oh, Fangoria, I will. Yeah. I mean, Fangoria is awesome. It's Chainsaw Awards. I love Chainsaws. Yeah. So I'll have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we you know, we talked about the Dead Meat Awards when they were out, uh, you know, whatever it was a month or so ago. Uh, but, you know, and, and no offense to them, you know, whatever else. But, you know, these the Chainsaw Awards, that's that's kind of the horror highlight. Right. That's our that's our Academy Awards. That's our Oscars or whatever. You want to, I guess the Oscars and the Academy Awards, are the same thing. Whatever. I'm not an award show guy. Uh, but this one. Yeah. You know, I'm all about it. I cannot wait. I love the fact that it's going to be on Shutter streaming live uh, in a nice, easy, accessible uh, and I think, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely watch this. I'm sure we'll we'll speak of it pretty, you know, uh, on the episode not long after that. Uh, talk about it a little bit. Absolutely. And then we also, um, speaking of some new news, we have filming is officially underway for Welcome to Dairy, the It prequel series. The series will be featured on HBO Max or the soon-to-be-known Max. And there is no release date given yet. Um, I do think we talked about this a little bit, but I, if I remember, Skarsgård is not reprising his role no. as Pennywise, right? Right. Yeah, this is kind of like uh, how Pennywise becomes Pennywise. So uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm sure, I'm guessing this series will end with the, maybe the unveiling, the revolution of Pennywise or something happening. I don't know. Um, we've gotten some nuggets here and there about, you know, Pennywise's background a little. So, but this is supposed to dive, dive into it. So, uh, you know, again, it's 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 going to pull a lot from the the books, the source material. Um, I, you know, I mean, being on a, a big platform like you know the Max thing, it's going to you know should have the budget, should be good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I love the it stuff. Uh, I'm, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a little disappointing that maybe Skarsgård's not in it, but who knows? Maybe maybe he will. Maybe at the end of it, you know, if they do unveil Pennywise, hey, maybe he'll slip in there for a cameo. Uh, you know, at the end, who knows? But uh, I'm still I'm still excited. Still going to support it. Still watch it when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree. Hopefully there'll be a little interesting little nugget in there. But uh, like you said, we shall see. But uh, speaking of also really awesome movies and stuff like that, uh, Evil Dead Rise is officially available on video on demand to rent and to purchase. And the first 10 minutes of the movie is available for free on YouTube. Um, the first 10 minutes is sort of a cold open um, that serves as sort of a segue from the uh, basically into the actual content of the story. And it you know, it, it all ties together, but it's it is pretty cool. Um, so it's interesting that they put that up for free. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's, it's you know, it's good. I'm everybody should go out and get that. I mean, Evil Dead Rise. We talked about it what in two episodes ago. Uh, I mean, we loved it. It's great. Go see it. It's it's fun. So far, I mean, thus far, I think Evil Dead Rise is my favorite horror movie of the year so far. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it is for me too. I think Evil Dead Rise is super awesome. Uh, my wife the other day was like, "Man, I, I I've been dying to rewatch that." I'm like. You know, it'll be streaming soon. Prior to it streaming, she was like, oh, we need to, you know, I can't wait for it to stream. But yeah, I feel like it, it moved to streaming pretty quickly, though. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, well, that's kind of the that's, you know, that's kind of the business property nowadays. You know, when things go 
to the, the for rent or purchase pretty quickly. Uh, you know, and it's the, the price point's usually a little higher than if you give it a little time, you know, it comes down. Yeah. But this is, I mean, typically I'm like, eh, I'll wait. I'll let it, you know, let it settle. When it leaves theaters, it'll come down a little. But this one, it's like, oh, it came up. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so tempted just to go ahead. Uh, Monica hasn't seen it yet. I'm like, you got to watch this movie, you know, (laughs) because she's not super huge on like gory, gory stuff. And I'm like, hey, this movie for the, you know, two thirds of the movie is not super gory. It's just really good and and scary. And, um, And but I'm so tempted to play that higher price point and just go ahead and get it. I mean, just it's it's just calling me. Right. No, I, that's that's what I was saying. I was like, whoo, I can hear it calling. <laughs> just let me in. A little hug and a kiss. And we'll we'll fix it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. So if you guys are interested, go buy it on video on demand. Um, highly recommend the movie. Obviously, if you haven't watched it already. Um, but we also have some upcoming birthdays. We actually have quite a few, which is really interesting. Um, so May 12th, 1959, we have Ving Rhames, uh, who is from Dawn of the Dead and the Day of the Dead remakes. Um, so I love Ving Rhames. I think he's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah. he's, he's also weirdly enough, he plays one of the, uh, leader leaders of the Ravager factions from, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh yeah, that's right. I forget about that. Yeah. I, I just watched that movie. That's the only reason I remember that. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so we also have on May 12th, 1961, uh, LaPark Lincoln, who is from Friday the 13th Part 7, the movie that we're reviewing today. She plays Tina Shepard, um, obviously a fantastic actress. Uh, did very well in uh, this movie. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, um, what, a, what a cool tie-in that it fits, you know. Right. <laughs> her birthday's there on the, you know, close to the anniversary of the movie and right as we're reviewing. It's pretty cool. Doesn't happen very often for us. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It's pretty close. It's kind of like the Mark of the Beast or something. It's like, oh, we may be worried. <laughs> Right. Oh, Lord. Uh, May 14th, 1944. So somewhat unrelated to horror, but we have to mention George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars. Um, But Star Wars has spawned some pretty spooky shit. Like, have you ever looked up Star Weird, which is like the creepy, like, ghost things in space? That's kind of fucking weird. (laughs) I mean, to me, to me, and, you know, I, I cannot. Obviously, I can't speak for all horror fans, but I know there is a huge overlap. And horror fans, it's in science fiction, they're like Star Wars fans, right? Gotta be, right? And when May the 4th come out on our social media, we put out there, hey, it's not horror related, but what's your favorite, you know, monster or beast? There's a lot of creatures and creepy stuff in Star Wars. That's fun, but uh, I don't care. It's not horror related, but man, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I am such, I'm, a, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so uh, all, all hell, King George. So there, there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. And then we also have May 15th, 1856. You heard that right, 1856. We have L. Frank Baum, the author and creator of Wizard of Oz. Yes, because I stand by the fact, I don't care what anybody says, to me, Wizard of Oz is horror, is early horror. I, I stand by it. Yeah, absolutely. And I would I would definitely agree with that. I, I think that you would be remiss. <laughs> it would be remiss to say that, uh, yeah, that's not horror because it I mean, if you think about it in the context of when it was released, that's pretty weird. <laughs> there's there's witches. There are people who are, you know, that are cursed into these tin men and, and cowardly lions and different things. And as a child, I don't give a shit what anybody says. As a child, the flying monkeys scared the crap out of me. <laughs> well, I it's, love that. It is it is early early horror. It is just as much horror as the early Universal monster movies. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that connection. Absolutely. Uh, but I guess I'll have to go back and watch the uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz movies soon. Mm. Oh lord. That, you, that used to be a that used to be a uh, what do you want to call it? It used to. I mean, every every year we watched it, right? Because it was back in the day when it was just on once a year on network TV, and you know the VCRs were not as commonplace. Yet um, we watched Wizard of Oz every year when it aired. Uh, That's right. So, but I, have, I don't know how many times I've watched it since. But uh, but I, I'm pretty sure I, own, I think it's on it digitally. I, it's something you know. It's I always well, it's one of those movies that pops up. I'm like, hey, you ought to rewatch that. I haven't watched that thing in I don't even know how long. And I always enjoyed it, you know. But I always thought, huh, how to give it a rewatch? But That's right. Just I don't. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Good Lord. I, I honestly, I, it's it's so bad because like I, I we do these shows and like we talk about these anniversaries and I'm like, oh, man, I need to watch that. And then I don't watch it. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, one last birthday, we have May 16th, 1944. We have the man himself, Danny Trejo. Um, 
for many projects, Devil's Rejects, Dusk Till Dawn, uh, Halloween, the Rob Zombie movies, yep. um, Spy Kids. <laughs> He's also in the Muppet Mayhem show. He has a, a little bit part in one of those episodes. <laughs> I just saw I it. I love that. So, Danny yeah. Trejo's, man, he is the best. I love that. He, he'll just do like anything. He just shows up all over. And he does these goofy things and everything else, but he's still one of those guys you look at him and think, man, he'd still kick my ass. So it's like no matter what he does, he's like he doesn't lose his cred. No, absolutely not. He he might he might be a little older, but uh, he'll uh, he'll still beat your ass, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but Love now we have Rainbow. that's right. Now we have a few upcoming movie releases, so I'll save the best for last year. But we have May fifteenth, nineteen eighty one. Happy birthday to me. Uh, I've never seen that, but I think Dave talked about it last week that he had yeah, watched, just it, watched it. Yeah, just watched it. Yeah. Pretty good. It's an 80 slasher type. I mean, it's atypical, but it's it's fun. There you go. Uh, we also have May 13, 1988, Mani- Maniac Cop. I have heard of ah. this one. I've never watched it. I think you yeah. also recently watched, I watched it recently. too, didn't you? Yeah, I like it. I love Maniac Cop. The other two, whoo, I don't know. They're a little rough, but the first one, man, it's, it's fun. Again, 80 slasher, pretty, pretty stereotypical 80 slasher, but it's a fun movie to watch. It, that's all that matters, right? It's all that matters, as long as it's fun to watch. Um, lastly, we have the movie that we're reviewing today, May 13, 1988, Friday 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, uh, came out May 13th. Only, yep. what is that? 35 years. 20, 35 years? Oh, man. Yeah, 35th anniversary. That is crazy. Uh, and that's the movie we're, rele- we're not releasing, but the movie that we're reviewing today. Uh-huh. Um 35 years in the making. That's that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I think that pretty much covers up on all the news and the new releases and the anniversaries and birthdays. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, make sure you guys go check out uh, Evil Dead Rise on Video On Demand. And then yep. keep an eye out for all these other projects later down the road. We'll probably be talking about them again um, as more yep. stuff comes out. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be reviewing our movie this week, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Listen to Their Screams is now a Fangoria collaborator. Get 20% off your order at shop.fangoria.com by using the promo code LISTEN2SCREAMS at checkout. That is LISTEN, the number two, and SCREAMS. Or you can click the link in the show notes. All right, and we are back on Listen to Their Screams. As we mentioned, the 35th anniversary uh, from the day this release is just two days away, uh, May 13th, 1988. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, was released. Uh, we had kind of a couple of off weeks here, so we thought, hey, we're going to hit a couple of classic uh, anniversary-type movies. And, you know, it's a 35th anniversary. Let's hit it up. Uh, we, we've already talked about one Friday the 13th. Which, what, what was that? Which one did we talk about? Part 6 before, where we compared yeah. it to Frankenstein? We I did, think. yeah. Or J- was yeah. it Jason Takes Manhattan? No, no, no I think it, it was Part 6. Yeah, because that's the one where he stabs him in the grave and he comes back to yeah, life. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. So... But because this is the 35th anniversary, we'll dive into it. I'm sure at some point in time, we will do a Friday the 13th retrospective. Uh, it would probably coincide with uh, when Crystal Lake starts coming out. Yes. Uh, I would, we'll, we'll save it for that, uh, that time period. So, But we're going to hit this movie because it's the 35th anniversary. Again, it was released on May 13th, 1988. Uh, it didn't do horribly well. It was it grossed $19.1 million at the box office on a $2.8 million budget. I know, financially speaking, it's okay, but... It wasn't a high-grossing movie for the year. Uh, the working title for this film was Birthday Bash. And uh, it was ironic because as I read through some fun facts, there was lots of people who were in earlier Friday the 13th that auditioned and things, not knowing this was a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> and they auditioned for parts. And then when they got to it, they're like, oh, I was in this. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't get the role then. You've already played a character. Uh, but I saw like two or three different occasions. I don't remember the specific actors, but where that happened. Uh, this movie is the first appearance of Kane Hodder playing Jason Voorhees. I believe he paid, uh, played Jason in four movies. He, he's like, I mean, four, I think, you know, in a row. It's, he's the first guy, I think, to play it in uh, multiple roles, multiple movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I Still, to this day, I think he's got the most, you know, appearances by Jason. Uh, Kane Hodder is, is, is great. You know, he's a, a cool guy, uh, obviously a great uh, horror actor. But this was his first appearance as Jason. Uh, this movie, there there were several edits and cuts that they had to make this movie because when they initially submitted it, they gave it an X rating <laughs> because it was gory and bloody. So they had to do all kinds of things to get an R rating. They were not happy about the cuts. 
they had to cut so much that this movie, <laughs> a lot of people have tongue in cheek called it Friday the 13th Part 7, uh, No Blood, because it's not nearly as, as kind of as gory and, and graphic as a lot of the other movies. Now, unfortunately, there's been lots of talk of, oh, could we ever get a director's cut or, a, you know, an ultimate edition of it, right? With the stuff, most of those cut scenes don't exist anymore. It, it's been destroyed. They're not out there. So there's never, you know, there's no chance of having some of that stuff restored and kind of getting the initial vision of the movie. Uh, but they they did do a lot of cuts and edits to get it down to that R rating. When preparing to do this movie, coming out of part six, they originally wanted this to be the take where it was finally we brought Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger together, uh, which we later got, obviously, as Freddy versus you know Jason. They wanted yeah. to do it here, but the two properties were not under the same umbrella, and the negotiations between Paramount Pictures, which had the Friday the 13th property, and New Line Cinema, which had the Friday the 13th, or uh, excuse me, Nightmare on Elm Street, they couldn't reach an agreement. It fell apart, so this is what they went with. Um, it's it's kind of wild to think what could have been at that time in 1988 if we could have got a Freddy and Jason uh, movie. That would have been oh, that would have been great. I mean, I, I would. I mean, I you get. I know Freddy versus Jason gets some gets a lot of heat. I, it's not my favorite movie, but it's still kind of it's fun, and it's still you know because it's Freddy versus Jason. It's cool. Uh, but man, in 1988, it, ah, I think it would have been super fun. That, Absolutely. Yeah, this movie features the longest that Jason Voorhees has ever seen on screen unmasked. Uh, you know, this guy, he's, you know, quote unquote, called zombie Jason a lot because he's risen from the dead. But this is the most on screen he's ever seen unmasked. Uh, the opening of this, where it's kind of a, they give a lot of backstory, right? They tell a lot, kind of bring you up to speed uh, on on the Friday the 13th. That is actually narrated by Walt Garney, Gorney, who played Crazy Ralph in the first two movies. So that is super cool. Uh, Crazy Ralph was such a fun character. I, I wish they had never killed him off. I really wish Crazy Ralph could have just made appearances as long as he lived, uh, just popped up in all the movies. But it's pretty cool that he, the, the actor narrated the opening of this movie. And like we said, this movie was released in 1988, and that year was the first year that Friday the 13th, which they had part seven, the Halloween franchise, which had part four, Return of Michael Myers, and Nightmare on Elm Street, where they had the Dream Master, all released movies in the same year. And additionally to that, this was the first uh, this year. The first Child's Play was also released. So 1988 was a super big year uh, for the big horror franchises. Now, um, so let's talk about this movie. I, uh, I I gave all this fun facts. Stuff, so let's just dive into it. Why don't you talk a little bit? Tell us what you think a little bit of Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. Absolutely. So let me purpose it by saying that, um, I do like the movie. I think it's I think it's a really fun movie. Um, I don't think it's the best Friday Thirteenth movie by any stretch of the imagination. Um, no. this, this this has a lot of issues that are just kind of symptomatic. You know, I, I I think that we I could probably write a book about like how like the common tropes of sequels, right? You could write a book of the common tropes of sequels, and one of the common tropes of any horror franchise is that they try and up the outlandishness of the, the series. And <laughs> in the last movie, uh, we saw Jason Voorhees get dropped down to the bottom of the lake. Okay, great. So not only in this movie, do we see him come back from that, which is fine. You know, I guess that's not terribly crazy considering he is essentially an, you know, an embodiment of evil or whatever. But at the same time, we also start jumping into the realm of, okay, well now these people have psychic powers. Um, and there's a lot of issues again with the movie. It's still a fun movie. It still holds up in a lot of ways. Um, but the thing that I would like to credit the most for this movie that I like to give the biggest kudos to is how Jason looks. So Jason Literally, he looks like a waterlogged zombie. I, he, he looks incredibly accurate for given the con conditions that he was existing in. I mean, he was underwater for years, technically. Um, yeah. So, you know, he looks like a zombie. His spine is exposed. You know, his face is all weird and disfigured, even more so. Um, so in my opinion, I think this is one of the best looking Jasons just because of how cool he looks as a zombie. Um, so while it may not be the best movie, I think that the special effects that were done to make Jason look the way he did uh, is fantastic. I, I think it's, it's so wonderful because it legitimately looks like a zombie. So 
despite all of like the craziness that this movie brings, it has a very interesting story. It has, while, while it's kind of cheesy and goofy, it does kind of have a satisfying conclusion because the conclusion of this movie is of course that um, the main character uh, who is Tina, who is played La Park, by Le Park Lincoln, um, she uses her psychic powers to try and like, you know, fight off Jason. It eventually leads outside to the boardwalk or whatever. And, you know, using her psychic powers, she conjures the spirit of her dead father to drag Jason back down to the bottom of the lake or whatever. Um, so when I, I say a, a cool homage kind of back to the, the first couple of movies, right. With uh, Jason coming out of the lake type deal and the, you know, Pamela Voorhees coming out of the lake, all that from the first couple of movies, kind of a little homage to that, I think. Yeah, I would agree. And, and I, and I, and I do like that, you know, it, it definitely tried. I mean, it's hard to say because all of these movies, they always end off on a, a cliffhanger or at like at least a, like a they don't completely shut the door is what I want yeah. to say. Right. And that's fine. That Again, that's symptomatic of any horror movie or really any franchise sequel, right? They don't want to shut the door all the way because if they shut the door all the way, they stop making money. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't think that a any entity is going to put themselves in that position where they cannot make any more money. So I, I think that obviously they didn't shut the door. They kept it a little open, open-ended. They kind of pulled all this weird psychic stuff. Um, which wasn't horrible, but again, like I said, it's, it's by no means the best Friday Thirteenth movie. It may, it probably wouldn't even crack my top five if I'm going to be honest. Um, right. But despite all of that, this is still a fun movie. You know what I mean? And yeah. and that's what we look at. We look. Do you enjoy this movie? Is this a fun movie? Absolutely. I mean, Dave's watched it like 50 times this year, so obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's good. Um, uh-huh. You're like, ah, oh, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, like you said, I wouldn't say this is a five out of five Oscar winner movie, but it, it is, you know, it's a movie that you can sit down and watch. You don't have to think hard about it. It's just fun. Um, so I think I've rambled for a while now. So what what would you add to that, I suppose? <laughs> uh, I I agree. Here's the thing. There's probably not any of the Friday 13th that I don't I don't find fun in some way. I enjoy them all some, you know, to some degree. I completely agree. This is nowhere near my top, right? This is this would be in my if I was ranking them, which again we will at some point in time, right? Uh, we're saving that for the Crystal Lake the series. Yeah. This won't. This will be in the bottom. I guarantee you, right? It'll 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 just because there's too many of the others that I like I like better, but it does have. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the whole psychic ability thing or whatever, but it, but it's something different, right? They're trying. They tried something different. I don't know. It, it it's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't stick with it and because I think when they first envisioned this, they were hoping Tina would, you know, go into a few movies. I'm kind of glad they didn't go that route. I'm, I'm especially glad because the, for what if you want to talk about cheesy movies or whatever else, I mean, because after this, we got Jason takes Manhattan, which everybody <laughs> knows that I love that movie. Same. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you know what? I'm glad Tina failed because we wouldn't have got that probably if it hadn't. Um, but it's okay. You know, it, I agree. Jason looks great, right? They, I, I read some things about, you know, they, the mask was modeled uh, from a mold from the, uh, the part three mask. They had to kind of trim it down to fit, but it's Jason looked, he looked great in this one, right? It was, yeah. it was, he looked creepy. He looked scary and he looked appropriate for what he should have been. Um, it was great. Kane Hodder, man, hats off. He was probably the highlight of the movie. He did such a good job, but I will say, if there's one thing, this movie has one of the best Friday the 13th kills of all time because this has the sleeping bag kill, yep. right? And uh, that is one of the best of any of the movies. It is so great. I, I love it. That is one of the ones, though, that they – I, if I remember right in my readings and watching documentaries, that they had to do a lot of editing on. It was much more graphic, much longer, and much gorier uh, originally, and they trimmed it down. But it's still it, – that's a that is an original – Fresh kill to me, right? You, you I don't know, I don't know that you've seen that before, right? And maybe you've seen it since, but it's still, it was great. That that jumps at me, that sleeping bag kill. Um, yeah. and again, there's nothing, no, no, nothing groundbreaking about it. It's just a, it's a fun little slasher movie. Uh, Jason has some great kills. Uh, like I said, they tried something different. Um, it's got your typical, you know, goofy ass kids in it that you know. <laughs> die one by one because they're they're morons and idiots and <laughs> that's i mean that's that's a friday the 13th staple um but it is again it is fun i 
I love the Jason Voorhees character, and it was really good in this. Um, and again, it's it's a fun movie, not at all one of my favorite of the Friday the 13th, because uh, the psychic approach, I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's not my favorite approach to it. But I can't, I, I can give them props or, or trying something, right? They, 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 they went back to the, hey, we need a final girl. We need this and that. Well, let's, but they, they, they want to do something different. Hey, what if, you know, we had this Carrie like character who had these powers and, yeah, I give them props for giving it a shot. I, I don't know if it, I don't know. It's not, you know, it didn't work the greatest in the retrospect, but that's okay. Um, you know, but I, I part of me, I don't know. Part of me, it also, this comes out of a lot of Tommy Jarvis, you know, in the previous few movies, right. um, which I love Tommy. So when you when you take that away and you give us this, I'm like, eh, that's a little disappointing for me. I know maybe you can't go with Tommy all the time. But then again, when you follow this up with Jason Takes Manhattan, which I love, <laughs> it's like this one's like, yeah, OK, it doesn't when you put it up side by side with some of these others, it doesn't it's 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 weaker to me. Yeah, um, but it's fun. It's still a fun watch. It's still, I'm okay watching it uh, because of the there's you know some of the highlights that that pop out of it. Um, look, I, again, I love that sleeping bag kill. <laughs> Every time I, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's great. Um, so it, it's a fun movie. Um, I you know they 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 tried something different. I think they tried to. There's a lot of talk with some of my reading on it. They 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 wanted to. Their attempt was to, oh, well, let's, they wanted to get a big time director for it and, and make something a little more serious and a little, or, you know, a little more, and they obviously couldn't pay and couldn't get all that. And this is what they got. Um, <laughs> so I, I think there was a lot of concepts they wanted to do with Jason and Friday the 13th, you know, the, 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 the Freddy versus Jason stuff, making something a little more bigger and, and, and more, I don't know, quote unquote, respectable or whatever. And the things that they do, they couldn't accomplish. So they, they went with this and this is what you got. Cause they wanted to get something in the theater. And, um, I, you know, so I, I feel like they was, we're talking a plan C or D on their list of what they wanted to do. And, uh, and, and it, that's what it feels like. Right. You know, that, I think that's what you get. Um, I very, again, I very much would have loved to have seen a Freddie Jason thing in 1988. That man, yeah. that would have been, that would have been, a. Uh, I can only imagine. I mean, we're talking, you know, Robert England as prime, Kane Hodder as Jason at that time. Uh, you know, it, uh, so whatever. We didn't get it. So right. Uh, again, it's a fun movie. Nothing groundbreaking. Nothing spectacular. Not one of my favorite Friday the Thirteenth. But I love the franchise as a whole. So uh, it, it is what it is. You know, there's when you have a franchise, there's going to be some that you love more than others. And this is one of them that's to me is at the bottom of the franchise, towards the bottom of the franchise. And um, but it's not it's not bad because it's to me, it's still a fun franchise. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's still huh. it's fun to look at these movies 35 years later, though. And I, I it's still fun after all that time. It's not you know, it's not super dated to me. Uh, there's nothing that that dates it. So but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I. Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees was still still great. He, he looked right. great and everything else. I mean, Kane Hodder is a a imposing physical specimen, and and the makeup was great in this. the The look of Jason, both masked and unmasked, was great. Uh, you know, it was it was scary, and it was, it was you know it and it fit it fit what you know what they set up. So, uh, you know, Tina, Tina was okay. She was a little hokey at parts. The uh, I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the psychic part, but but it was okay. It was fun, but not one of my favorite of the Friday uh, installments. So yeah, what I was gonna say is <clears throat> you kind of mentioned it, and I kind of th- pondered on it for a minute. I I wish because like you said, the the scenes don't exist anymore. But I think that this movie probably would be better if we saw sort of like that more bloody gory version. Um, yeah, I, I I would probably say that that would probably make it a little bit better um i but like you said it's probably one of the situations where that that shit probably doesn't even exist anymore um which is unfortunate but you know it is what it is but it kind of reminds me of like with um you know it was a halloween what was it six curse of michael myers um the original version is kind of a, a steaming pile dog shit but the 
you know, the, the producer's cut is actually pretty good, in my opinion. Makes more sense, at least. So, yeah. I mean, if their first submission of this got them an X rating right. because of gore and blood, I would love to have seen that submission. Because that's another part that's disappointing about this, right? The the typical slasher gore, especially for Fridays, it's not there, right? It, it is kind of meek in comparison uh, right. to, to some of this. And, and as much as I love that sleeping bag scene, to know that the original was up and amped up that much more, right. I'm like, man, I want to I want to see that. But it's like I said, it's it's gone and it's it doesn't exist. It's not possible. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, it would have. I would have liked to have seen it, and, and, and I, I think that probably it probably would have bumped it up in my eyes. You know, it would have made it. Yeah, there, it would have it improved a lot. Um, I, I'm still not sold on the psychic part, so that kind of it's while it's okay, it's original. It's still not one of my favorite concepts in the franchise, uh, but I would have definitely loved to have seen a, a bloodier version of this movie. Absolutely, absolutely, bloodier, gorier. Maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe a couple more swings on that sleeping bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I could say that probably about a lot of movies. I'm like, ah, it needs a little more blood. I mean, it's, it's not Terrifier too. So, I mean, it needs a little more gore. That's right. So, <laughs> so I mean, uh, I, I, I could probably say that about a lot of things, but, but again, it's a fun movie. Uh, so let's, let's rank this thing. I, um, I'll go first again. It's a fun movie. I don't think it's breaking any ground. Nothing spectacular. To me, it's just a flat-out kind of a three out of five for me. It's right in the middle of the road. I enjoyed it. I, I don't mind it when I rewatch it, but it's not necessarily when I when I seek out to rewatch. When I'm wanting to watch a, a, a Friday movie, it's just probably fr- – I guess I should say Friday the 13th because Friday is a whole other franchise. <laughs> uh, a Friday the 13th movie, it's not necessarily – it's not my go-to. It's not one of my go-tos. It's not even high on the list of my go-tos. So, uh, but it is fun. It, it's still got fun elements, uh, you know, as far as, as what it is. So I'm going to rank it just middle of the ground, just a three screams out of five. Yep. I would have to agree. Uh, like you said, you know, if, if I was going to seek out a Friday 13th movie to watch, it probably would not be Friday 13th New Blood. It would probably be, you know, one of the other ones that I kind of more enjoy. Um, that, of course, doesn't mean this is a bad movie, but it also doesn't mean that it's any crazy like amazing movie so like you said in my opinion i would probably have to kind of sit right in the middle there ride in the fence just a little bit three out of five um it's just you know especially now that we've reviewed more movies and we have more movies under our belt that we've ranked it's like you kind of have to kind of find this sort of consistency with how you rank movies because you right. know you rank some movies three out of five or 3.5 out of five or four out of five and it's really like, yeah, man, you got to really find that line where you have to draw. Like, when do you when do you give it a three? When do you give it this? So three out of five. That's where I'm sticking. Um, good movie. But you said it best. Not breaking any new ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm sticking out to watch Jason do some things, he's probably on a boat heading to the city that never sleeps. So that's just the way it is. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know it's not the greatest movie, but <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan is one of my favorite horror movies. It's uh, it is. I love it. I don't know why it's, it's good. It's so fun to me. So fun. And, and, and it has flaws, but it's still fun. But uh, I, I was, we'll talk about it someday. I'm sure. But, but if we are seriously, I, I can barely, I can, I can't hardly contain my excitement here. Cause if we're talking about one of my favorite horror movies of all time, Next episode, Ike. Yep. Next episode, we're there. I mean, this movie is literally up there. I mean, we're talking like up there on my list because next episode, celebrating another anniversary because on May 27th, 1988, this movie was released. So it also is celebrating this 35th anniversary. Next episode, we are going to review Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I have mentioned this movie so many times. I have expressed my utter love of this movie. We have talked horror comedies. This movie is your prototypical, hey, if you want a horror comedy, this is what you go for. This is it. I love this movie. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even I'm not even going to try to put on a front that uh, I know we're reviewing it next week. 
<laughs> but I love this movie. So I cannot wait to talk about it. I cannot. I watch this movie all the time. So I can't wait to watch it like a dozen times this next week just because <laughs> I can say, well, I have to for the podcast. Um, I, I can't wait. I, I mean, it's oh, this movie is so fun. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, it's so cool that it's 35th anniversary. I'm I'm so excited that there's, you know, there's going to be a game coming out for this soon. I'm yeah. so excited that there's merchandise all the time coming out for it. I'm so excited that there's still always these whispers of a sequel, which I wish they would do at some point. Uh, but I'm excited. I, so I, I, what do you think about next week talking Killer Clowns? Absolutely. Um, weirdly enough, I, I watched Killer Clowns from Ash Space for the first time uh, last year. Um, I had never seen it before, and I just happened to see it on some streaming platform. It was either like Tubi or Shutter or something like that. And I watched it and it was great. You know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you know, it, obviously I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but I'm very excited to review it too, especially since it has a pretty huge anniversary coming up. And I, I think that, I think the next episode will be fun because you, you have a, you, you talk about certain movies that just have like that charm. And this is one of those movies that kept the charm from that period. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. This I'll tell you, this movie hits on all cylinders for me. It, it's oh, it's so good. I cannot wait. So I, I'm, I'm literally trying to contain myself to not just jump into it right now and save it for the next episode. But so anyway, that's on the next episode. Uh, we're going to celebrate the 35th anniversary and talk about killer clowns from outer space. I cannot wait. Uh, but until then, make sure you subscribe to us on whatever platform because you don't want to miss that episode. You don't want to hear me just gush and show my love for this movie it's it's probably going to be embarrassing it really is <laughs> so make sure you subscribe to us and uh leave us a review on wherever uh, like it said earlier in the ad make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms we're out there we're active we're we're we're, we're living a good life trying to support horror movies so make sure you follow us uh, so ike until next week where we're putting on the grease paint and uh shooting people with the cotton candy guns uh, you have anything you want to add you know, just uh, stay spooky. Uh, check out Evil Dead Rise. It's literally on streaming. You don't even have to go to the theater. Like, go check it out. I want everybody to support Evil Dead because I want more Evil Dead movies. I need some yeah. sequels. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so check out Evil Dead. Stay spooky. Uh, I think that's all I got to say. All right. So until next week when we talk killer clowns because they're crazy. But wherever you go and whatever you do, be good, be safe, and have many pleasant nightmares. <laughs>